The very first Manitoba Podcast Festival goes down International Podcast Day, Sunday, September 30th, 12 to 4 p.m. at the Park Theatre. Manitoba's podcast community gathers for an afternoon of networking, education, and so much more, featuring local podcast hosts, producers, radio personalities, taking part in panel discussions, and Q&As. Take part in this fantastic networking opportunity. You can like us on Facebook at Manitoba Podcast Festival. Tickets are just $5. The very first Manitoba Podcast Festival, Sunday, September 30th at the Park Theatre. Thank you to everyone who supports my dad's show. If you'd like to support Witch Police Radio, go to patreon.com slash witchpolice today. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network. Alright, uh, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I am on a very high chair at the moment. Um, usually I'm at the same level as the people I'm talking to, but this is a little unusual. So if I sound, uh, you know, elevated, uh, <laughs> it's, it's the fault of the chair. <laughs> but, um, I, I have shorter chairs. No, this is fine. I'm cool, okay. I'm cool. I'm cool. Okay. It's just it's, it's a novelty. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, so let's rewind that. I, I am here in the house, and I'm speaking with all three members of Bigfoot Yeti. Yeah. And yeah. just, to, I guess, to give some, some background, uh, two of you have been on the show before. Uh, on you were on years ago now, yeah. And uh, actually, both of you were on years ago. It's been it's been a while. Yeah, so, been a while. Um, I want to get into that. What kind of you know where you guys came from and, and everything like that. But let's just yeah. start things off properly by going around the table. Everyone introduce themselves. What instrument they play in the band, and then people can put a name to the voice. So start right here. Cool. Uh, my name is Paul Webster. I play guitar and I and I sing. Uh, hi, my name's Chris Cozy, and I play the bass guitar. And I'm Ian Peters. I play drums. Okay, and Bigfoot Yeti, how long has this actually been a unit? Because it, when we had both of you on the show at different times, it was both of Future Kids, like the two different incarnations of Future Kids. You bet. So, I know at some point Future Kids died. Yeah. I'm not sure what happened. I don't know if it's something that's... It, it was there any kind of, like, negativity around that, or is it just, just fizzled? You want, to take, you want to take that, Ian? I mean, if it's something you don't want to talk about, we can just... We can just go with fizzled. Yeah? yeah. Okay. It just It's something that just kind of needed to, I guess... They were, move into something else. They're, okay. both, they're both really good cats, and yeah, yeah, it was more, yeah, musically and wanting to maybe try something different. Cool, is probably the best way to okay. put it. Yeah. So when did the when, it, how much time elapsed between the ending of that one and then this becoming a project? Yeah, was it like four or five months? And Ian and I kind of we, we we talked about it. Yeah. Paul yeah. and I talked about it and decided that we wanted to keep going with it, and so we figured, well, we needed to see what we could do with rounding out the band. Okay. And then that's kind of where Chris came along because there was a mutual connection there on Paul's end of things. Yeah, for sure. And we, yeah, we played with Kaylee for a bit too. Right. Yeah, I noticed that early on. It yeah. looked like yeah, it was yeah. Future Kids and just then, without Nick. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you get older and you yeah. get you, everyone has lots of stuff going on. It came down to... We were practicing more and more as a three-piece, and okay. then it got to a point where it was just kind of like, if we're going to do something and make a record, let's just go for it. Okay. So, yeah. And I didn't have anything going on, so it was perfect. <laughs> no, no, and then we, yeah. <laughs> it's super funny. So, Con, uh, who's like, she's sitting upstairs yeah. watching TV. We love Con. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, she, she, she knew Chris, because they both used to work in broadcasting, so she okay. was like, hey, I have a buddy who, we needed a bass player, we desperately needed a bass yeah. player, because... I'm quite simply not that talented, right? To, to be, be doing both at once, yeah. yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But it also, uh, yeah, it flushes out the sound a lot too, right? right? So, yeah, we started jamming the three of us in Ian's basement, and then, yeah, we started putting out more and more just kind of like indie rock, kind of mm-hmm. yeah. uh, like yeah. punk, punky-ish sound tunes. was changing. and Yeah. And we got more and more, and further and further away from like the Future Kids sounds, which was, for me, tons and tons of fun at the time yeah. right like i just i i left another band and then i was kind of in a band called hey pilgrim right right, then, right yeah, yeah. yeah so then it was um it was very different for me playing in future kids right okay. like I, it was like kind of i felt like a little bit like a fish out of water well you were like the new guy right you, i was yeah, the new yeah, guy yeah 
and uh, yeah, I had all this. I had all these songs that I'd kind of written for Hey Pilgrim, and then had written on the side that weren't really a fit for Future Kids, okay. and that's kind of. Am I uh, mistaken, or did you have a solo album at one point too? Oh my god! Yeah, I did, man. Did it? Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh! Yeah, and I failed to really promote it. <laughs> I remember hearing about it at the time. I see something on social media. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and Kay- Kaylee, Kaylee sang vocals on that. Man, okay. that's only that's only last year. That's like March March of 2017, and I didn't even you didn't remember it existed. It's well, like been officially removed I, from the discography. I was, you know what? I was, and that was a different. Yeah, so my. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out the timeline here, right? Yeah, like, absolutely, man. So that's <laughs> it was while we were doing stuff too. I was right? still, okay, I okay. was still doing that while I was in Future Kids. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, Jeff Pattison, who's the the sound engineer at Home Street. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a he's a really good friend. And over the years, like I met him, I met him through music, through No Label Collective way back. Right. In the day, right. Like uh, which goes back a long ways and. Yeah, that's like what 2010 him, or something. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so yeah. him and him and I used to just mess around in, in his studio and, and play so i had a bunch of songs like really more like acoustic stuff and right. uh yeah i mean for that one anyways i just kind of like showed up and i was like hey i'd like to record a record and he was like okay i'll hit i'll hit record now just go in. <laughs> and, and, uh, that's how this show works yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. that's yeah so that one was uh yeah it was a bunch of really personal stuff that's probably the main reason why i didn't uh I didn't promote it as much just because I got because the content of it. Or? Yeah, I got like, choked listening to it. I still get choked listening really? to it, and it's out there, and it's like it's mm-hmm. out there for people to listen to. But what's when, it called again? Uh, it's called Hey, um, sorry, Paul Pilgrim and the Lasting Impressions. I'm gonna tell people to listen to it now. Yeah, all right. Now <laughs> <laughs> that we talked about it, it's on, it's on Bank. Get it out there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I uh, I lived um, on Carlton Street in a condo called the Ellesmere, like right okay. across from the Dalnevere. Yeah, yeah. It's a fine street. Yeah, it's a nice street actually. It's all right. Yeah. Except for the one ways. I liked <laughs> Goddamn Sam Keats. Yeah, just, yeah. Right, right, yeah. When he did all he changed all and they put yeah. the bike path the bike path bike path story was actually pretty cool. Yeah, you can't complain about that, yeah. After I got initially kind of upset about doing the one ways. <laughs> not like I, I didn't like there was no parking space with my building either, so I always okay. and I drove this little tiny like blue Toyota Yaris that wouldn't I'd have like a new ding on the front every day of the back mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. You can pick those up though and like oh, yeah. them. Needed to. <laughs> a couple yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how we got the dings. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, muscles. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so so solo album aside, yeah. And future kids aside, where do you come into all this? I know you mentioned kind of how how what the connection is, but do you, what, what what bands have you been in previously? I'm actually I've was I've only been in Winnipeg since about 2003. Oh, okay, I'm from okay. Northwestern Ontario. And I have I have a friend named uh, named Lisa Saunders, and I've been playing on and off with her since then. I'm in another band with her right now, but at um, the same time. I'm also in a, I was doing two or three projects and then I got hooked up with Paul, I'm trying to say. Okay. So there was a posting on Facebook for that. It's yeah. true. Yeah, that Connie put on there and I answered it. So it was it was pretty good. It was a pretty good time. We had a good couple first jams. Had a great time. Three of us got together, I think, at first. Mm-hmm. We bonded over Rush. Yes. <laughs> Who doesn't, right? <laughs> Chris's favorite band is Rush. Okay. And okay. I, I've, on, I've only ever been able to, to speak to 2112. <laughs> And, uh, right, that can only take you so far. Right, right, right. yeah, yeah, you, you, just limited conversation. It's right? so, yeah, 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 it's cool. 2112 super cool. Yeah, what about moving pictures? Right. <laughs> yeah, that one, I've seen that in the store before, yeah. yeah. We'll work on that later. We'll we we go play out of town, I'll just have the one CD, it'll be cool, don't yeah. worry. Is that like the secret direction this band is going? No, <laughs> well, go no, we, but we have, we took the keyboards, we're not really in the band anymore, right, so yeah, I yeah. really wouldn't... I couldn't play keyboard and play bass at the same time, which was true. Like we we're true doing the. Did you get one of those like, those foot the foot pedal things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe. Cool. Eh? I have enough of my own pedals right now, actually. It's I kind of cover like the rhythm guitar parts in a lot of the songs. You do. Paul's doing like the yeah. lead. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. He, he pun- yeah, he punches through like we. At least, like for the record, I um, I put leads over top of all of it. Okay. And then yeah, I'm not like. Based on what the rhythm track is at given times, so, like we can't recreate it. So yeah, and that's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And over. Yeah, it's changing our sound a lot too. I've, like most of the bands I've played in have had a couple of guitar players or a guitarist and a keyboard. Or two right. Guitarist and a keyboard. So you have someone handling the rhythm part regardless, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's just really fun to just have a three like three pieces and one vocal for now. We might contribute later. It's just up in the air. Right. But for now, there's, so it's got like a nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's got it's lots of space to move around for different parts. I don't know with Ian too. You know, it's awesome. We can some awesome parts yeah lots of big drums you know big yeah. bass you know and it works out for they get that big yeti kind of sound you know <laughs> i like the name and right the shirt. right I, I noticed the shirt yeah yeah, you, yeah you, my you, wife robin got me this shirt 
Gotta give my sh my wife Robin a shout out. She got it at a local head shop, which is no okay. longer there. Okay. And it's like, is that with the name of the, the name? Yeah, like we were trying to think yeah. of her name, and then we had a few different ideas. That's true. Well, what's with the, the space between big and foot? Well, so it, I, I know, I, 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 I know, it's kind of right? Ambiguous that way, right? Is it like a Bigfoot Yeti, <laughs> right, or is it Bigfoot Yeti? I never Yeti? Even thought of that. It, it, it weirded me out a little bit when I first started. Don't worry, I, 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 I did. Yeah. I did think about it. Yeah. But BFY sounds better than B. B Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's you also have way more marketing you can do. Sure, sure. You got to think, you know, marketing, marketing. Who said that? That's all the money's made, right? So, yeah. There's ELO, right? That's a good one. Electric, that's all right, yeah. Light yeah. orchestra. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. CKY. Just flows nicer. CBC. Yeah. It's true. And, and you know, Bigfoot's like, one. he's popular right now, let's face it. Right, <laughs> right, right. Oh, conspiracy well. theories and whatnot, yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, if you're into Bigfoots or Yetis or awesome yeah. indie rock, yeah. check yeah. out the band. I don't know why we didn't put Sasquatch in there. That could be like. Well, uh, te technically, Bigfoot and Sasquatch are the same yeah. thing, and the abominable snowman. Yeah, and Yeti. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're all part of the same family of, uh, you know. That's true. What do they call that? Cryptozoology? Is that yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're cryptids. Yeah, cryptids. Thank you. That's the word. Sam yeah. understands this. <laughs> <laughs> this. This is the root of who we are. Well, next we're going to name Coast to Coast AM, right? <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be the goal. That should be the goal of the band right there. Yeah. <laughs>
Okay, so just to go back to something you said a few minutes ago, I mean, yeah. I, I'm still unsure if I like the space between big and foot, but <laughs> you <laughs> no, mentioned really. the, the Facebook yeah. post asking for someone. To, is that the reason? I, only reason I'm bringing this up is because I always thought, you know, I haven't played in bands in like ten years. It's been a while. Yeah. But I played in bands from like age twelve onwards, right? Yeah. And it was always just for me, anyway. Like, I know people; they play instruments. Let's start a band. And it seems like nowadays I hear more and more people saying like, "Oh, there's a Facebook post or a Kijiji post." A Giant Skellies, yeah. I had them on the show. Kijiji post. That's how they found some of their members, mm-hmm. and it's, it comes up a lot lately. I mean, is this a thing now? <laughs> like, am I am I just unaware of it, or like it just seems like a weird way to do it? Because I guess because maybe you being from out of town, it's, it's different. But I feel like Winnipeg's music scene is so incestuous, like it's incredibly incestuous, <laughs> that everyone who's been in a band. Everyone else they know isn't a band, so it seems right. like it's just an obvious way to, to find new members. I'm already getting sucked into that. I'm already starting yeah. to know multiple people in multiple bands. Right, I'm a very right. busy bass player, and the CC sound guy at different venues and stuff. You mm-hmm. know? And it, but that, he works to your advantage, so you get to meet people and you get gigs. And That's true, yeah. You. yeah. And we hope, I mean, that I don't have much of a fan base, but I'm sure uh, future, future kids had a fan base, you know? There's seven yeah. people. Seven people's <laughs> pretty good. I liked your band. I was, oh, <laughs> I was into it. Yes. He, he yeah. did? Yeah. yeah. Eight people. That's a, yeah. that's a good question, man. Yeah, for you know what, for me, I think. I don't know if it was a question so much as just a rant. Just a rant? But you go ahead. And answer right, it. Sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just, you know what, it felt weird for me too. It, yeah. felt, it, it felt weird just to kind of be like, hey, hey, universe. Yeah. Any bass players around? <laughs> <laughs> Back in the 90s, you'd put up a poster on you the would, yeah, boards, yeah. like at the mall yeah. and stuff. Or at the guitar store. The, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that, that, that seems normal, though. Yeah. All right, I was from Steinbeck. There was no guitar store. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was the mall. The like, mall, literally. yeah. <laughs> well, you might be able to get guitars to places to sell Bibles as possible. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Bible-shaped yeah. guitars. Yeah. <laughs> Bible, Bible guitars. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's totally true, man. Did you have multiple people apply, or was it just sort of... Instant. I think I, I had four. Chris, I was the one that showed up shaved and no, no. showered. It's it sounds funny. I feel like I'm yeah, like you know, when I mean, you put something up on Kijiji yeah. and get a bunch of responses. Well, I, I always so assume the Kijiji's full of weirdos. Like I, it I, is. I, I never want to buy or sell anything on there because I just figure like I'm gonna get stabbed either way. Like, I, don't <laughs> I don't trust it. No, that's all on Craigslist, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Craigslist. yeah, I still remember sitting there and then like Buzz Guy seventy six, right? Yeah, like, your follow me on Xbox Live. And I was like, like yeah. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, I was like, Buzz guy, and Connie was sitting next to me. Okay. Like, oh, oh, that's Chris. He's a great guy. <laughs> that was, He's that, was actually, that, that was actually pretty much it. Cool. Yeah. Which I I liked, man, because even even to your point, man, like it, like, when you know people, it's a lot more. It's easier to yeah. get going. It's oh easier, yeah. Your, your sounds, like all of those. Get back to Kijiji. I've met so. I've been trying to get different projects off the ground since I've been in Winnipeg. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's just so hard to find. Sometimes positions are like. I feel like it's almost like being in a relationship when you see these Kijiji postings. It's like, I'm mad at my singer, so I'm going to start my own side project. Yeah, yeah. We're going to only cover Blue Oyster Cult or something, right? And then after a while, they put the posting up. You're like talking with people online. And then eventually, the best just kind of fade out and you get ghosted. Sure. Like, I guess they made up with the band. That's how I assume it is. It's yeah. happened so many times to me. It's very frustrating. It's just, a, I don't know, it's, just, it's kind of a weird thing. So what, how, did you, how did you advertise it then? Because this wasn't a band yet. Oh yeah. So what was the posting like? How, how do you? I literally, I literally wrote like a Facebook post. Yeah, yeah. Was just like, for and it was on my personal one too. Oh, yeah? Because I still had like we had future kids or whatever. It was like and... I'm looking for a band, and it was you playing with a bunch of other people or something, or looking for a bass player, and you had a bunch of people in the background. So I'm like, oh, are you adding to this people or are you subtracting? <laughs> it was it was adding. <laughs> But you probably, you got that. Yeah. Well, I mean, then this goes maybe to the next thing I wanted to talk to you about. Um, like, Future Kids, I don't, from what I've heard of Bigfoot Yeti, Future Kids is not the best example of what the sound is, because it's obviously very, way poppier, and this seems crunchier, and, and I don't think heavy is the right word, but it's it's more right. aggressive. DIY, like, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... I, did I, people assume that you wanted to do more of the pop future kids stuff, or did did you make it? I'm just trying to figure out the logistics of the app. No, absolutely. <laughs> I, Chris, did you even know? Like, and then not really. Thing, no, I just there was like a... you asked me, so you said you said, "Hey, Paul, can you give me some stuff that you've made?" So okay, I, I sent you, "Hey, Pilgrim" stuff. Could have been, yeah. I sent you future kids stuff, and then but not the solo album. No. You might have mentioned something yeah, good, about like. It's a good thing I made that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to stop making music. Yeah, no, fair enough. Right? right? No, you might have mentioned in the ad something about uh, alt country or something along those lines or Wilco. I don't know. I was still I was in a really hardcore Wilco phase. Okay. Actually, when I. 
Yeah, that's true. It's possible. And then I actually, and even when you asked me questions, I was kind of like, well, I really like, um, I wanted to sound like punk, but I also want, I wanted like country influence. Yeah, for sure. Through. Yeah. It's tough to and find it's... bands that are like that sometimes in Winnipeg, especially, you'd think there'd be lots of like alt country type bands in Winnipeg, but there's not. And that's, yeah, and the Wil- the like the Wilco phase or whatever, right? Yeah. Like the f- Wilco, I know, is like super, super popular, and sometimes I feel like people don't like them just because they're so popular now. Right, right. Yeah, there's a lot of bands like that where right? people just sleep like, oh, like, ah, really? yeah. yeah. But yeah. like for me, I, um, like going back to like Jim O'Rourke okay. and Jeff Faye, like all that, like, like traditional like Americana style yeah, yeah. guitar, yeah. right? Like that's, that's what I loved. And what I loved so much about them is that they like they brought all these genres together and tried to make it. Yeah. So I, I don't know if we're necessarily doing that quite yet, although we would like to as BFY, but we're trying to at least, we're trying to span all my favorite genres. Oh, I pull from a lot of genres too. Like some of the music, like the sounds that I go for, and I, I hear in our music, like bands like, you know, Band of Horses, okay. or My Morning Jacket's a big one. I always talk to Paul. I said, man, you know, we have that variety. Like, you bands love like Jim James. <laughs> guy's a cool He's voice. Pretty cool. He's a good voice. Cool. He does. Yeah. I like yeah, how bands can voice. really have, like, on one, yeah. on one album, can have lots of different sounds and still sound like a coherent album and a coherent right. band. That cool. takes a lot of honing of your, I think, your personal, personal skill. The alt country thing is, is kind of interesting though because Winnipeg has like a massive anything roots related. There's so many people, so many folk singers, yeah. so many yeah. country artists. But it's when you get a little bit more into rock. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's kind of not as easy to find people who are doing it. No, they want to be strictly the times change crowd, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. where is yeah. alt southern rock? There really isn't much. I wish there was. And I think some of the sounds that we play, I kind of try to skew that way in a little kind of that. I think traveling songs, one of them. That's probably the main one. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of got that. Sort there's of... also like. It's weird, like the you say has those weird E minor ninth. Yeah, even it. like Princess like kind of has a like a, a countryish type sound to it, which isn't on the record. But oh, it's not on. Yeah, it's not on. We'd the like EP. to make another one. And right, that's, right. Yeah, but that's on yeah. specifically for that song, yeah. which we will songs. share. Right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess I shouldn't mention any more songs we don't have done yet, but there's lots. I assure you. No, as far it's that's a good that's a good example, man. Because that one's that's one that one's closer to just like country. Yeah, like straight up, just like. I just played it on a five it, string. It's it's rock yeah. now. <laughs> with a like just with like a really fast tempo. Yeah. When you add the different but, styles of like how we each play, then right. what you maybe go in with thinking this is how it's gonna sound or have an idea of what it's gonna sound like, it just sort of goes through the machine and comes up the other end kinda yeah, it's a little, little different maybe. But that's kinda what you want out of a band, right? Is, you want yeah. it to be like filtered through everyone's different. That's the individual sound then that yeah. every band kind of oh, And that's why it's tough want. to explain to people what we sound like, because you're just explaining yeah. it from Chris's point of view or from Paul's point of view. Well, right. you just gotta come on and check us out. We're really good. Yeah, sure, Chris. No, seriously. Well, I mean, for the to, to ask the worst question ever, like yeah. uh, what do you tell people it's called? I mean genre wise. Like if someone says, Oh cool, you're in a band, what do you play? Like Everyone hates that question because yeah. it's, oh, it's I like, a rock band. Yeah. Unless you're something really, really straightforward, it's hard to do, right? I mean, like, and you want to also kind of place it, position it, so someone who maybe doesn't have a yeah. depth of knowledge of, of some of these bands is going to get right. So, what do you say? Like, how do you? We landed on indie rock. Indie rock, yeah, yeah. yeah. which and is like the bro- largest umbrella possible. The largest alternative. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. I always, I always say that. Yeah, so with like an alt country bend, bend on it, right? Like it's more. And it's it's funny, like, um, I mentioned Jeff before, right? So Jeff and, and his partner, Sarah, came out to see us at our first show, okay. which was... So we, we just started, like, playing shows, like, last November, right? Yeah, so yeah. Like, that's like, been a long year. Like, yeah. a month and a half after, and, like, Jeff shows up and watches the show. Okay. And I'm asking him afterwards the same question, right? Because we're yeah. still trying to figure, like, stuff out a little bit. And he's like, man, it's really, like... It's really... It's like... It, like, parts of it is really poppy and yeah. has this kind of indie sound. And he's like, other parts of it are just, like, kind of, like, dark and kind of countryish. Okay. So, I was so like, that's how you fit that, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So that I, I was like, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, but it, like for me, kind of like, yeah, it's like a collection of like all of like my favorite bands. I guess all cool. the stuff that I've grown up listening to, or I always come back to the same sounds, same chord progression, same. Cool. Yeah. Does that? I mean, does that go for the rescue as well? Like, do you feel like it is amalgamating uh, sounds at you? Oh, you definitely. Go ahead first, Darian. Um, yeah, I was just gonna say. Uh, like w- with drums, you, I mean, there's always styles and everything, but sure. it's not quite the same way that like a melody would be where you can, yeah. you can pick a little more into there. But, uh, yeah, definitely. Like I have stuff that I grew up with that I've always kind of, you know, that's just my style, Yeah, yeah. you know, and then you just mix it all together and it becomes something different.
I guess another like annoying question but I have to ask it is yeah. um like where do you think you fit in locally and the reason I ask it now is because I mean the old country thing and the indie rock thing it seems like there's a couple different ways you can go like mm-hmm. do you think there's a possibility for you to get in and play with actual country bands or is it too far well I, don't, I was just talking to my wife about this very thing today I was thinking you know it'd be awesome to play in like even like a country festival mm-hmm. in a smaller stage if we play the right songs you know, we would just, have some songs that would yeah. work for that. Yeah, so. And there would be fans that would be open, like, you know, this, the rock side's pretty good too, but I think yeah. we could also do other rock venues too. So it's, it is tough. I think we're still in the gestation stage, to be honest. Okay, fair enough, yeah. That's a great question, man. You know, we, we, yeah. no, we, we think about it a, a fair yeah. bit. And, yeah. well, and just, you, you summed it up, man. Yeah. If we pick the right tracks, we can dial it back enough to make it sound like yeah. just country and put a little mm-hmm. swing to it, even like 3-3 beat or and that's, something like that, right? Or like... And sometimes, and depending on how, even how we start a show, which is interesting, like the last couple oh, yeah. of ones, how the songs that we start the show and how we set the tempo. I, I, know, I know you know that, right? Yeah, but yeah. like, it can be very off-putting for folks that are just kind of like, what the? Yeah, it can be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah right? Like, yeah. You, you sneak one in there and it's like, <laughs> yeah. this is, you know, yeah. right? Or if you walk in at the wrong time, too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This this is is turn around and around. This, yeah. this yeah. is absolutely not what I was expecting. Yeah. You look up, is this the cavern? Where? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Where am I? Yeah. But the, yeah, the last cavern show. That's a great yeah. call. The last cavern show was like just kind of like straight ahead rock. Okay. Yeah. We basically. Okay. So do you? I'm assuming you kind of will be picking and choosing songs based on venue sort of thing. Like. Yeah, or, but yeah. not to say that we're like evenly split between sure, like country sure. yeah. music and yeah. rock. I, yeah. Know, it, it's almost kind of like you know, maybe a six to one split. Let's okay. Say. Okay. Mostly, it's mostly like a rock indie rock feel, but then there's definitely that that country influence that. Kind of creeps in. You know. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I'm not as much of maybe of a country background that Paul like Paul would have, but <laughs> it's, well, true. it's true. Yeah, I slip it in there though. But it gets slipped in there. But then, but then I'll, I'll play I'll play drums that might not necessarily go with it in a traditional right. sense. Right. And will it still sound country? Maybe to a point, but maybe not to like the full extent. Yeah. I guess someone's listening for it, right? So yeah, you have to be listening yeah. for it. Yeah. Aesthetically, we have the Telecaster sound sometimes for some songs. It has that. That country sort of twang. The twang is, yeah. I, I play a P bass. It's got the old school look to it with the split the single coil, and it's just like, oh, okay, with flats, we're kind of country band in this track, you know? So right. Yeah. Aesthetics go a long way, too. No, absolutely, man. <clears throat> so you have, um, is it an album or an EP that you have recorded? EP. EP. Yeah. So what can you tell me about the EP? So it's, uh, it's, it's a five track EP. We, we threw a bonus track in there, just because we want to leak that out, right? A little acoustic number. Cool. We want to put at the end. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, oh, wait, before, sorry, before you go any further on this, yeah. in the age of streaming, how do you add a bonus track in there? 
I know, right? Is there like just a long pause, like the same with a CD? Yeah, or yeah? Okay. Oh, there's a long pause. A nice like 30 seconds of nice. silence or whatever. It's like the person's like, yeah, yeah, for sure, all by myself. Yeah, yeah, all by myself. Yeah, yeah. One of the greatest songs I think that was. One of the best songs in the album, yeah. For sure. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to drop, but it just seems weird. Like, I mean, because it's, know, right? it's such a CD thing, right? Yeah. Or, or, but yeah, Tulis do this crazy stuff. Tulis, yeah, it'd be like track sixty nine or whatever. And yeah, yeah. What's yeah, a track? Right. Like, how do you explain that? Like, how do you explain that? Like, you got to go with these empty tracks. So yeah, what's on there? Hitting, it's empty. Yeah. Uh, Nothing. <laughs> two seconds of yeah silence. Can you imagine yeah. the hidden track though on like an LP, counting yeah. on the grooves and then dropping it? Yeah, that yeah. would be quite the task. It's true. Love to do vinyl, but so you can tell that we grew up with CDs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. How old have, are these I guys? Have, I have a CD player from when I was twenty. In nice the, in the garage out back. Do you still use it? Oh yeah, yeah. I still love CDs. I still buy CDs. I do. Yeah, me too. I buy CDs. I bought CDs yesterday. I buy CDs all the time. Yeah. Something random because I thought this was this was fun for me it was uh like Drag City just because okay. I mentioned him the other day like Jim O'Rourke. Yeah, yeah. It's still. Pushing stuff through through Drag City, right? And cool. Just putting out all this weird ambiance stuff, and I wanted a copy of uh, Eureka, and the only way that I could get it was CD? in CD format, mailed to my house from which I thought was Columbia House, Dra- <laughs> Dra- Drag City in oh. Chicago. Oh. I just I know I just I just, I thought that, that was so weird because he's he's held out for so long and yeah. he's never put up any like he's got Bandcamp and all this other random stuff, but. Anyways, you asked about the record, right? So yeah, sorry, I just five songs. The, yeah, 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 five it's, songs. It's, it's five One, songs with a secret song. With a secret song. Yeah, uh, we have two songs that are kind of um, a little bit, a little bit longer in length, right? you know, like four plus. It's more of that alt country rock. A lot of swell to them. Um, and yeah, and it's all about the rising crust pizza, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes yeah. to a, and then you let her down, and the other ones are kind of like, and I think that was uh, the first one I shared with you, right? It's just like yeah. straight ahead, my four chord kind of punky text. Yeah, and it was what, definitely a bunch of crunch not things. what I expected with the Future Kids connection at all. It was right. very, very different. So, yeah. yeah, Which is good. I mean, you, I guess you don't want to be stuck in the, the um, people assuming that you're always going to be this band you were in right. a few years back. Right? It's so good. Yeah. I have not been exposed to the Future Kids. So. Yeah, so you're not going to take any bad habits or I good habits? Or, yeah. Northwestern Ontario <laughs> sound, that's what I'm bringing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Born and bred. Yeah. What's the, what, what, how would you define the Northwestern Ontario sound? <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, Chris, let's dig into that for a bit. Yeah, what is this song? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we used to drive to Winnipeg all the time to buy guitars. That's uh, <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I've been. I started playing when I was in Red Lake, which is just across the border, about uh, five hours right. uh, northeast, I guess, just a little bit of Million Bay, and then drive north and keep driving north. Well, Highway 17 represent, <laughs> and when the highway stops, you're there. Right. You know, and I think I, I don't think I was the only bassist in town. I mean, it's possible. It might have been. How big is the town? Oh, but it's about it's about an amalgamation of about three or four smaller okay. towns. Yeah, yeah. About three thousand people. My mom's probably going to hear this and say, "No, it's not. It's forty five hundred now. Get it right." Well, it's important. It's an important decision. <laughs> My mom doesn't sound like that, by the way. Um, sorry, mom. Yeah, sorry, mom. I love you. Please buy the EP, mom. Um, <laughs> so we always come to Winnipeg to get our stuff. Okay. To get our guitars, and, and you had a mullet back in the day. I had uh, quite the mullet. Let's it's pick on, that up. You can check it out. It's on my Facebook page. How? What? What? what this, I'm like this recently, or no, 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 no. We're talking back in the '90s. I had a mullet in the '90s as well. Yeah, it was pretty good. They never went out of style. I don't know. Why Some places they haven't. Yeah, close. Uh, I feel like it was a, a ferocious <laughs> mullet, though. Ferocious. It'd be oh, quite it the like, head of hair long. for yeah. It was long. It was blonde and long. Oh. Yeah. Um, so that's the that's beside the point. <laughs> it's not though. Um, so I really didn't play that. Much. <laughs> Are we talking about music? Are we talking oh, about your yeah, styles? Sorry. I loved your mullet, dude. Uh, actually, I don't don't get. I posted about a picture it. the other day. It put a huge smile on my face. My first band, uh, Wild Justice. I had a mullet. Oh, I did see that picture. Wild Justice. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where I learned. It sounds like the type of band where someone have a mullet. Basically, <laughs> basically I used to hang out with a bunch of guitar players, and they're like, "Hey, Chris, we need a bass player. You want to play?" Uh, okay, and that's why I started playing bass. Okay. So that was like 1991, so I do the math, right? So it's been a while. And uh, yeah, playing with these guys is super fun. I love playing Bigfoot Yeti gigs because I just get that space. Right. You know, I love using effects and using my five strings sometimes. Or You're a good bass player. Thanks, buddy. You're a good guitarist and a good vocalist, too. That's very nice of you. You're a, nice, you're a good drummer. And you're a nice podcast person, too. <laughs> does, the, does the space thing come from uh, just the, the small size of the band? Like because it's a three piece, do you have more. Yeah, I played in bigger bands before. I played in bands that very like way more keyboards and stuff. Yeah, like just being able to just do what I want and like just 
it's so much fun. And uh, these, Paul trusts me with just ways to go with these songs, which I love. He's, he'll bring a song. It's like, oh, this is so awesome. What can I do with it? And it's just basically turnkey ready for me to just go, me and to go in there and just start hammering away what we think cool. sounds good. You know, and it's nice when you're all on the same wavelength because, like, parts are pretty much how you picture them, I think, when we start playing them. You guys do different stuff than I probably, but you're also, like, when I, like, I wasn't just pumping your tires, man. Like, I I can only, like, I can play bass, but I can't play bass like you can. Well, I, I love the and bass. You're, and your fills, and you also have, like, a whole, like, classic rock thing going on. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You're just saying that because I'm over 40, man. It's all about the classic rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what was that, Matt, what was that <laughs> movie with Matt and Trey? Was it Orgasmo? Orgasmo. Or the guy Rush. Sorry, that was a good Depeche movie. Mode is a sweet band. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. That was that was, yeah, that was basketball. Yeah, it was. That was basketball, my Yeah. Guess. Basketball does not hold up. I tried watching it no, relatively recently. No, basketball's too commercial. Orgasmo's so, not. like, DIY. Yeah. But <laughs> basketball, they didn't write basketball, though, so at least they just acted in it. So no. That's, that's actually fair. good to know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how we approach our music, is very DIY, too. Like, Paul brings that punk aesthetic. You know, for me, punk means something different. You know, for a lot of people, punk might mean, like, oh, you listen to a lot of, like, Sex Pistols or, like, uh, Gutter Punk and all that stuff. And I'm like, no, it's, like, DIY, almost, like, cyberpunk stuff, you know? Like, just put it together, do it how you want it. And that's a lot of the ways we approach some of this music. You know, how are we going to approach, you know, only having one guitar? Yeah. Well, let's do this. You know, how do we approach do only one vocalist? Well, let's just play it like this, you know? So it's definitely how we approach things.
I've been obsessed with punk music for a long time. Yeah. So like, which I'm not punk. Like, yeah, no, punk for me at is all. like the Police, early Police, right, right, like, right, yeah. or the Clash. You know, yeah. That's yeah. great. And the first two police records are amazing. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I talk about a lot of stuff that Chris doesn't know what I'm talking about. So like, a lot of the like the American hardcore scene, like yeah. the ADD. It's all snare drum. That's, that's, that's the best stuff in the world ever. Oh. <laughs> like Bad Brains, Black Flag, all those, like that whole era. Is, uh, I respect that, those uh, artists uh, big time. Like Henry Wallens and those Trevor guys. Steve, Stephen Blush or whatever. Yeah, that like, book. The, the tribal yeah. history. Yeah, yeah it's like a great book. Whole, American hardcore, yeah. yeah. Which is like, and it's just like. And an, the documentary an, is also amazing. I liked it a lot, man. Yeah, it's like. Really good. Yeah. Just randomly, just because I was looking at it. Um, I've been listening to, like, I, I went for a very long period of time where I didn't really listen to Nirvana. Yeah. Like, I obviously, like, I was six when, like, you know, Nevermind hit. And then okay. I went, like, gang, I, bu- ga- I, went, I went gangbusters. No, I'm just kidding. I was, like, <laughs> I was 12. I was 12. I was trying to make Chris feel worse oh, about man, himself. Yeah. Did it work? Okay. Well, Nevermind came out in 91, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was 12. Okay. So when I, when I, but I, I just listened to it, like, and all of it so much for so long, and then I didn't for, like, a very long time. But I started listening to it again recently, and yeah. I was, uh, yeah, li- listening to some of what what he considered his favorite bands. Yeah, something I was just reading. Well, like, you made that list. Weekend. Yeah, the fifth yeah. top fifty. Yeah, it's a good list. There's a there's a whack of stuff all from that scene. Yeah, right, like the MDC. Yeah, well, like, all those SST bands and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, Meat puppets. Yeah, man, it was yeah. cool stuff. One of them was because um, there's bands that came out of that scene that no one even really like, Butthole Surfers. Yeah. Was it PP the Sailor or whatever? Is well, like, they had that one hit though. And yeah, they the came, one yeah, yeah. Pepper, yeah. Like, yeah. Unlike any other song. Yeah, it doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. But I really yeah. liked that song. It was a good song. Yeah. Everybody did. It was a hit song. Yeah. yeah. A lot of those bands came out of a weird time though, out of like, the ashes of the 80s. Like, I don't know what we'd call, what were we coming out of? The aughts, like what? Well, yeah, it's weird. It's weird to, de- I don't know how you, I don't know if you can define what the sound is of now. Like the 90s, whether you're talking Post about. internet? I, I, don't, I don't know, yeah. Because 90s, you're talking about hip hop, you're talking about punk rock, you're talking about metal. Everything has a very distinct, like this is 90s stuff, 80s clean, for sure, even yeah, more. Right. Just the production and everything. The sound. But yeah, what is. Because everyone's. Got, now? There's so much now. Like it's, everyone, it's like post apocalyptic Mad Max of music. That's yeah, you maybe, take whatever yeah, you got just and just go with it. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's no. There's no one thing that everyone listens to anymore. Right? I think so too. I think because it's not so, I want to say regulated, you know, like it was in the 90s. Yeah. Like people just do whatever you want because what no record label is going to tell you what to do because you're doing it yourself. Yeah. Because record labels are nothing now. They're just banks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They don't give anyone any money anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even sign you unless you're already able to make yeah. really yeah. good yeah. music. I really like what you're doing here. What's that? Oh, I'm just always pretending. Like <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> This is rad. I could talk about this stuff all day. Yeah, it's that's interesting though. I mean, just because like I've been doing this show for almost six years now, and like I'm talking to people every week, at least at least one a week, right? Yeah. And um, the just the difference in how people view not only the music business part of it, but just how they consume music and stuff is so radically different. Like if I'm talking mm-hmm. to a 19 year old, yeah. they're closer in age to my kids than they are to me, and their idea is insane of what music is supposed to be and how mm-hmm. they consume it and everything. But then I talk to a 70 year old, and like. What I think is my thing about uh, listening to analog music and everything, they're, like, beyond that, right? Oh, or they're even that. more technologically into it than I am. Like, mm-hmm. Fred Penner taught me how to take a better selfie. <laughs> oh, man. And he's literally twice my age at the time. Like, yeah. And he's like, here, do this. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> so you, it's, yeah, it's, it's like there's no, there's no um, line anymore, right, for, for how music is supposed to exist and technology. And right. everyone's just all over the place. Just think outside the box. You can take advantage of that, you know? Yeah. Think of different mediums and form for our music. It is lots of fun. You know, when are we going to do, like, Viewmasters or something attached yeah. to music? We'll track for each. Remember Viewmasters? I do. Those were cool. Still are. It's probably still are. They, they, they make you go while, blind, but... Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not, I don't know if you find Viewmasters make you go blind. I'm just saying. No. Yeah. Okay, so to bring things back around a little bit, um, <laughs> the album with the secret song, um, the yeah. EP with the secret <laughs> song, is it is it coming out in physical form as well as digital form, or are you just doing the whole Bandcamp thing, or is that Ooh. still up in the air? Well, we're gonna we're gonna press we're gonna press a limited run. That's yeah. that's what I wanted to. Limited. The last time that I pressed something would yeah. have been, yeah, with would have been with Nick and uh, Future Kids there, but I didn't do anything for the the solo album that I didn't, and I, I, it's a bit of a pain in the butt. Yeah. But it feels really nice when you have something mm-hmm. tangible to hold yeah. on to, and it's probably just because of what we're talking about. I think so, yeah. Because yeah. of how I consumed music growing up, for right? sure. Like, yeah. It was yeah. always like I paid my twenty dollars, yes. I got yeah. my CD, or I got my cassette. Yeah. <laughs> and I right, and I read What's all of the liner call? notes, and yeah. I consumed the entire thing. Yeah, and... it's tangible. Yeah, and when you go to a show too, you take something home, right? It's not yeah. like you just take a little 
business card and go type something in your computer. Yeah. You actually have a physical thing, like you know, it's like oh, I bought this. You like you? You've so I've supported the band kind of thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right? Pictures and what if you like use your netbook or your iPad though, and you don't have a physical way once that gets recycled to get that back to that top of my head just code. blew off. Yeah, you know that's happened to me. I've had music on one computer, and then you can't get it again. Yeah, because it was a download code for something that's expired. You know? Well, and the other thing too is like, what happens? I mean, I, I don't use any of the streaming stuff. I don't, if I want to look something up, I look at it on Bandcamp or YouTube, just something you know. I don't do Spotify or iTunes or any of that stuff Neither because mainly because I have all my stuff dating back to the mid '90s on tape or CD or vinyl that I've just always had. I don't want to keep buying more stuff. But my biggest fear for people who have these big collections of things they listen to streaming yeah. for, and what happens if iTunes blows up? Exactly. I, I, like if Apple just. It's not going to fold, I don't think. But if it just something happens and iTunes is gone the next it day, it shouldn't be your only yeah. way to have music. No, media. no, it's it's scary. Right. Like it's just uh, it's all gone. Like, I'm a kind of a, not with you guys. I love Spotify, but just because I could hear and see all kinds of things. Yeah, that's cool. That part you is know, definitely just cool. Stuff you want to discover, they can make like playlists for you. They have great playlists of Manitoba artists. You know, yeah, things like that. Fine, but it's you know that's a free one. You know, what I'm saying, but like having that physical. A physical thing with you that means something yeah it means something it's, oh my god i still have this copy Fishy. of what you know and i i'm i'm picking up what you're putting down too i remember right when they were first starting to write like the algorithms that like you yeah know, when you bought music on, on itunes or whatever and it would be like you might also like oh right okay yeah. like i went through like a whole stage where i would be like oh my gosh what else might i also like and then all, all, all it took was like two really bad purchases and then you and have to show some restraint like, i was like no, we're done here it. we're I do, done i do not also like this <laughs> <laughs> which is funny there's i'm not gonna yeah there's a couple of folks that worked at cd trader for years too like there was a couple that i went to non-stop yeah same thing i bought one in the record and i was like this is terrible yeah i can't i can't take any of his picks but anymore. okay the difference though if you, if you, if you go to music trader and you get a really bad recommendation from someone you can go back the next day <laughs> which and i did, tell them <laughs> which I did. <laughs> this is, like, this is terrible <laughs> yeah so it's more, more satisfying, right? Than, but yeah, we, we also just hitting we, we also laughed about it too. Yeah. And he's there like, some, "I warned you, I warned you." Yeah, yeah. you did. There you are did. some records that you might not be ready for. True. Yeah. There are totally. some that I've had. I've gone back to over twenty years and listened to over again, maybe, and like, hey, this actually isn't half bad. Yep. You know, so hey, hopefully Bigfoot Yeti's EP isn't like that. We want you guys to like it right away. Right. But wouldn't it be cool if 15 years later you someone discovered it and was just like, whoa, this, you know, I hated this band when yeah. they were around, but... <laughs> Good thing I had a physical copy so I couldn't, like, erase it yeah. from my hard drive. Yeah. yeah. And that's why we're pressing it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Or you get people like me. Like, I've, I've been hoarding. I hate... The word hoarding sounds bad. Yeah. But I have been hoarding uh, local music lately over the past year and a bit. I mean, I have a lot anyway. Yeah, but nice. I've been going to, it can like... be so limited. It's so cool to have Yeah. That. And it's so cheap now because CDs are, like, people throw them away. So yeah. the amount of stuff I can find at thrift stores or dollar bins of, like, bands Two from, blocks, you know, early 90s to today. And it's just something that got 50 copies made. And I have this, you know, <laughs> shitty basement punk band CD that no one else has anymore, and it's just cool to have. So I think it's super yeah. cool. So I, I'll, I mean, you know, hopefully, hopefully yes. your EP goes to people. The physical one yeah. goes to people like that who are actually going to see not the value just, in it, right? Not like, just yeah. Chris's mom and dad to sit right. beside their copy of Roger that, Whittaker. That's cool too, though. That's cool too. Like I mean, <laughs> I you know, you, my parents have okay. Well, they used to have good taste in music. My dad raised me on like Led Zeppelin, right on. all kinds of like far out there stuff. Um, my middle name's uh, Kale from JJ Kale. Oh wow. Singer songwriter yeah, yeah, yeah. who uh, was had a I don't want to say prolific career, but was friends with was it Eric Clapton? Yeah, Clapton covered a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, after midnight and cocaine. Cocaine, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah his first album was naturally like nineteen seventy one or something. I had shades on vinyl when I was a kid. Oh, that's that's a good right. I have the one yeah. with the box. Troub- Troubadours and other beauty. Yeah. Yeah, he, he just passed away okay. a couple years something ago. JJ Kale just passed away. Yeah. yeah, I remember hearing about that, yeah. Yeah. So that's got some good music. So definitely you bring some of that to your sound too. Some of that sort of country folk yeah i would i yeah man i would say that like i still listen to a lot of jj kale yeah mostly those first two records though it's good stuff it's kind of timeless yeah. i think so i think call I, me the breeze i'm over yeah, on the breeze. over yeah. 300 episodes at this point i think it's the first time jj kale has ever been brought Woo, up time? i can't think of any other time i've <laughs> <that's happened. laughs> met someone named after jj yeah, kale yeah that's yeah yeah it's an unusual reference. We actually, well, and we bought it. It is an unusual yeah. reference, and we bought it over it. Cause <laughs> That's like, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was at my friend Ron's place many, many moons ago now, and his dad gave him, like, a vinyl copy of the first record. Cool. That's how it happened for me, and I was like, who is this? 
But that's almost the best way to discover things. Someone just hands it to you, and you know, I mean, you might hate it, like you're saying, some of those ones were bad choices, yeah. but mm-hmm. if someone just is like, you will love this, and then you take it home and you do love it, it's just, it kind of opens yeah, up. Yeah, don't tell them what to look yeah. for. Like, yeah, have them just, look just, for just themselves listen to this, it's going to be great, and it's happened to me for sure with stuff, mm-hmm. and just, yeah, some of my favorite yeah, records yeah. are ones that people just gave to me, and just said, like, listen to this, you will love it, and yeah, sure enough. There's been some bad ones, though. I've had some records people <laughs> gave to me that, like, oh, yeah. I got this one German prog album. I don't even. Like, I, I don't know what the band was called. There was a map on the cover. Everything was in German, and it was awful. It was like, and I was yeah, actually like twenty year ones. Let's do it again. Twenty years. I, may, I, I think I gave it away, but <laughs> I gave it away, making sure the person I gave it to knew that I didn't like it and I wasn't recommending Be it. Be warned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> This, I mean, this this could be a conversation that just keeps going on and on. It's fun. It's fun to do. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how interesting it is to listen. (laughs) But um, back to the big space foot space yeti. Yes. Um, CD or digital release or EP, whatever you're calling it, EP release. When is it happening? Where is it happening? So we're gonna play Handsome Daughter. Okay. October twentieth. We're thinking of doing actually a a joint. So by the time folks hear this, it might be a for sure for sure thing. But we've. Like the giant skellies, we'd, cool. really, we'd really like to play with them, and then uh, yeah, we're super pumped about it because yeah. we like you know we were talking about when we started and all the rest yeah. of it. And it's kind of like we hustled our buns off to try and make something. Ian's almost happy with the sound of his drums. <laughs> almost. I, is almost, that a rare, almost. A rare occurrence? Or? It's, uh, it's just the way it is. Yeah, it's, it's too hard on himself. He snares, awesome. snares are the hardest things to get right. Right. And, <sighs> a bit right. Like it's yeah. just who knows what. But yeah, Oct twenty. Yeah. So okay. it's a Saturday night, and we're super pumped. And cool. It's been a while since I played at the Handsome Daughter. And they've it's been good fries. I've heard the food is really good there now. I haven't, I haven't eaten it. The ramen's pretty good there, it too, is, isn't it? I, yeah, I had ramen bowl. We watched Jets Hockey there one night, and uh, I tried the turtle fries, and it was a band. It's, like, it's a good venue. So it is a very good, good venue. Come yeah. on, check it out. Chris and I went and played an open mic, night, like, oh, yeah? open mic sorry, for Manitoba Music. With the Big Free Yeti songs? Or? No, well, yeah, yeah a couple two, of them. Two-thirds. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so some I mean, people listening to this will be hearing some songs throughout, so they'll get an idea of what, what you sound like if they haven't heard you before. Sweet. But if someone wants to find out more info, like, you know, maybe they're hearing this three months after the show and they yeah. want to know where they can hear, find out more shows, things like that, what's the best? Facebook. Facebook? Yeah, so we'll, we'll get yeah. something up on Bandcamp, and Bandcamp then we're, has... we're actually going to, we'll release it. Like, we'll, we'll go through the Spotify and the All iTunes, the, yeah, yeah. if we're going to... It's also the manager For the first time ever. For the first time You can mail into our you. fan club. Chris deals with yeah, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be your address. He, can send, he sends some stickers and yeah. shit. Actually, let's send it to your parents. Hairs. Let's send it to your parents. You know, actually, just, I mean, I, I was trying to wrap it up, but I'm not going to wrap it up now because yeah, yeah. that, that brought something to mind. Um, I was just talking to a friend of mine about fan clubs today yeah. and how it's weird that you look at the back of every tape you bought in the 90s and it would be right to the fan club. Yeah. Yeah. And Pearl Jam's fan club is still active. And you pay... 40 bucks and you get shit sent to you yeah you get like and it's like they've been doing that since since 91 like that's cool. it's, it still exists yeah so I mean they send you like 7 issues and stuff that is Just, wicked like, I don't think anyone does that anymore do they like, that's like a secret only the fans would know and everyone listening to the podcast now yeah well, we haven't done the artwork yet so we can always add that in the there. fan club information yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fan club, yeah. I just kind of wish more bands would do that like it's yeah. cool. I mean I'm not going to pay 40 bucks I like Pearl Jam fine but I'm not going to pay 40 bucks even to get, 40 bucks. Even to but, get uh, that newsletter from Pearl Jam they, they do make an that actual newsletter that is freaking yeah. cool man it's cool, yeah, yeah. It is pretty cool. I didn't even thought about that, man. And I, you, I, used to be- young, I used to and I used to belong to that fan club. You were in the ten club. I remember going. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, still I am. The first time I ever saw them would have been Fargo. Okay. Like when they played, because they, they had never come here. So I yeah, remember, I remember. Well, except for Sunfest. Sunfest back, yeah, 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 the airstrip yeah. there yeah. in Gimli. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I was so sorry. I just had a flashback because I was still like I was still in the fan club. Yeah. And that was binaural, I think, or in in and around there. So that's like early two thousands, I guess. Eh? Yeah. Anyways. Did you get free shit? I did get free shit. They used yeah. to do, like, they would record, right? They would, um, all of their, like, live concerts. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. And they would, like, send I remember when they released all of them, and I bought one of them, and I was like, I'm going to buy all these. And then I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I have one. I have a song six times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you can get your city. It's nostalgia, though, man. That's the story. Like, I, yeah. I was in the Lego fan club back in the day. What'd let's you get from that? Let's talk about a hat. That's all right. And it was in the Star Wars fan club. That was pretty cool. You could have sent away for one of those cool jackets Luke had in Empire Strikes Back. That is cool, actually. That would have been pretty cool. That is cool. You can get a real Yeti pelt you know vest what? You know in what? the Bigfoot Yeti fan club. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say something random about this new Star Wars video game that I was playing with my buddy the other day. Okay. 
Like, Luke looks like mean. He's got, like, scars on his lip and all this stuff. Mark Hamill does not look like that. I feel like the video game people, like, tried to mean him up. They tried yeah. to make him look tougher than he actually is. Well, he looks is. very friendly, he, he just in general. Right? Hamill, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, Dark and gritty reboot. Come over for dinner. I'll, <laughs> yeah. make, I'll make you some risotto, maybe. <laughs> well, we promise Paul won't look that scarred up. <laughs> All right, I am actually going to wrap this up now. Yeah, okay. Um, so, Facebook page is the best spot to go for <laughs> yeah, it's right now. show information and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. The, okay. gra- the gram. Okay, and yeah. then the band camp will be where the, the EP is out. Yeah. And then everywhere else, too. Spot yeah. And all that stuff. Yes. And send it into the wild. Be free, yetis. Cool, cool. And then if people want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com. All 300 and whatever episodes are there for free download and streaming, including the past two that these guys have been on. And you were on one of the live ones, too. Yeah, man. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. This was fun. This was fun. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and then also, also tune in on uh, Sundays at midnight to UMFM, and you can hear old episodes of the show. So it might not be till like four months after we recorded this, but all of a sudden at midnight, the prime time to be listening to the radio. It'll I pop love on, radio. Pop on the air. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Thanks. Shout for out to UMFM. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, thanks guys. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me.
broke it right into 